0: one plane that i do
1: not want to go back to okay Earth. same <laughs> am i right <laughs> yeah am i right is that from one of the unsets
0: <laughs> um i think yeah i think it's from the unset because let's let's be honest let's look at you know the world around us uh, the life we're living this has to be a joke right
1: uh yeah i think it's from unfucking bearable
0: <laughs> nice nice yeah silver bordered for sure well Hello and welcome to Gutshot. I'm Will and
1: this is Frederick. I'm Fred at War Crimes on Twitch and welcome to Gutshot, the only Magic the Gathering podcast. Today's question
0: which planes do we want to see again? Uh, you know, as we've talked about before, Magic is a very long-running game, almost you know coming up on 30 years now, and we've seen a lot of different worlds that the Magic universe has uh, has introduced. Uh, with lots of fan favorites, we've got the uh, Ravnica, uh, the Mirrodin, the uh... what else have we returned to? Uh,
1: a lot of Zendikar. We've returned to Zendikar twice now. Uh, Innistrad. We've returned to. Dominaria, unfortunately,
0: oh, dom- Ab- absolutely, absolutely. Um, Magic has come up with lots of interesting worlds uh, that you know we have the potential to uh, return to in the future. And Wizards has, uh, you know, made a big, big hullabaloo over going back to these fan favorite planes we've gone to uh ravnica three times uh we've gone to we're about to go to zendikar for the third time uh but there are some planes that were very popular but we have not gone back to and for the most part have never heard uh more about since then so uh you know frederick and i we uh, want to sit here and talk about which planes we most want to see magic return
1: to yeah um I, I, I guess we'll just get right into it. I think, I think my favorite thing about returning to a plains is like partially the updates on the legendary characters, but also like getting, getting some expansion on some of my favorite mechanics, like getting, getting Landfall back when we went back to Zendikar was really cool. Getting more Convoke cards when we revisited um, Ravnica for the third time was really awesome. And um, I think that's what I'm looking for in a plane return. What would you say that you're looking for in a, in a return to a plane, Will?
0: Uh, For me, mostly story. Uh, Magic, (laughs) and this is what worries me because Magic is really dropping the ball and doing a, a really terrible job of managing their story so far. Um, They used to be great at it. I mean, maybe it was kind of cringy or, you know, uh, did a little, you know, don't worry about it hand waving uh, here and there. But, you know, these worlds were just dripping with flavor, uh, lots of loose threads that could be uh, picked up, uh, you know, in the future or by, you know, fans who want to like, you know, uh, imagine what would happen in that world or even like role playing stories. Uh, so I, I I really want to see Magic go back to these worlds and build on the world building they've already done, and also you know put in those you know loose threads, you know just kind of make the uh, Magic multiverse richer.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think that could be interesting. The unfortunate thing is like when we returned to Theros very recently, we got zero story that wasn't just represented in the cards. So maybe maybe returns to planes will come. To- With a return to form in terms of making the stories more robust and freely available um, like they used to be.
0: Yeah, I would definitely say if Magic goes back to any of these planes that we're going to discuss today, they really need to get the story element of their game back into shape the way it was. Um, I'm not exactly sure what they need, but I think we can all agree what they're doing now is just not good. Theros just was completely uh, non-existent and they really dropped the ball with it, which is a shame because, you know, Thero's just dripping with flavor and Ari has a lot of good world building behind it.
1: I feel like one of the big follies, uh, especially when they were returning to Zendikar and Innistrad for the first time, was that all of the stories felt samey because the, um, the Gatewatch, which Mark Rosewater really does not want you to call the Jastis League was at the forefront of those stories. So the stories all felt the same. They were following the character development of the same five arguably not very well-written characters instead of making the world matter and making us feel like we were revisiting the world. It felt like it was those worlds were just a backdrop for the drama between those planeswalkers. So I'm hopeful that now that we're revisiting Zendikar without that being at the forefront, it'll be a lot more rewarding. And same for any of these other planes that we're going to talk about revisiting.
0: Uh, And with that said, uh, let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, Frederick, what is the number one plane you would want Magic to go back to?
1: So um, for this one, it's kind of hard to separate from my personal bias because this is my favorite plane, um, and it is the set that was out when I started playing competitively. Dude, this is gut
0: shot. The whole point is for us to have our personal biases, right?
1: Yeah, right, right. So this is Tarkir. Now, the reason this gets a little hairy is because... There was some time travel going on in the story of this block, and um, the part that I really liked was the first part of the block before any time travel happened. Some time travel happened. The second half of the block, the second part of the block took place uh, a thousand years before, I think. And then um, the next part of the block, the last part, took place a thousand time, a thousand years in the future, but with um, some changes to the timeline. So instead of the cons ruling the world, it was the dragon Lords.
0: They pretty much got rid of the most interesting part of the plane by t- time traveling and then resetting the world to be different. They actually got rid of the one interesting thing about the world.
1: Well, okay. I'm not as hard on dragons of Tarkir as most people were. I thought it was interesting. I thought the standard was fun. I thought that, you know, the limited was fun. I I, I liked some of the flavor. <laughs> I liked the flavor of, like, the characters being changed. Like, Zergo, this really powerful character, was reduced to ringing a bell to announce the coming of the Dragon Lord. Like, lore-wise, there was a lot of really interesting stuff in Dragons of Tarkir, but it can't be rewritten unless, like, the the clans come back from the dragon world. Like, they sort of stage a coup against the dragons. That's the only way, lore-wise, without undoing the time travel, that I think that they could fix Tarkir. Yeah,
0: the whole... time the time travel part of cons uh was linked to Nicol Bolas and ugin mm-hmm. uh, and since those are those characters are now on the back burner uh, at least for the time being as far as we know um yeah something else would have to happen to bring the uh clans back um yeah
1: right uh, i would love to follow a two set block where like the first set is sort of the resurgence of the clans taking over the dragons uh like together and then the second set is the clans resuming their infighting and sort of fighting each other again so we get more of the clans of tarkir um well we still get to see like like realistically um like we're not going to get any of the same characters but we still get to see the dragons for like half of a set and then it's back to the clans like the part of tarkir that people really liked
0: yeah, yeah. And you know, the dragons uh, had their fans too. Dragons are very popular. And these were re- the return of elder dragons as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there has to be a way that this uh, story can be written to where the dragons, maybe not coexist. But the dragons and the clans could be in the same world. Maybe the dragons could, uh, you know, rule the, the clans that they had before, but then just the appropriate color was added. So, you know, maybe Ojitai uh, could lead the Jeskai, which is, the, you know, the appropriate three colors uh yeah surely they could do do something like that yeah i think like a um like a a populist insurrection might be a (laughs) a good way to do it and maybe like a a guild pack type thing was signed to where you know the the world world was relatively peaceful in that regard um but yeah yeah they would have to do something catastrophic and i think that's a good seed for a story uh, uh for this for this plane
1: I also, like, there are a lot of mechanics on Tarkir that I would really like to see return. I think Delve could be fixed with just more, like, mana symbols and the cost of those cards, and I would love to see some more Delve cards. Um, I, liked, I liked Raid. I think Raid is a really robust mechanic, and I thought it was neat when they brought it back on Ixalan, although I didn't care for that block. Um, but Ra- Raid was a really cool mechanic. Um, Ferocious has
0: kind of almost become not evergreen, but, uh, you know, pops up, you know, here and there, uh, you know, one or two cards uh, each set. It feels like I'm always seeing stuff that says, uh, you know, if you control a power, creature with power four or greater, uh, you know, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, this concept arc here has really influenced magic, arguably more than many other blocks. Like prowess has kind of been the standard for abilities or prowess type abilities have been the standard for what to give to like uncommon and common blue and red creatures for a while. Um, the they 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 really got more co- more cozy with giving powerful three color lands and making making pushed three color cards after Siege Rhino. Um, you know the the delve mechanic taught them a lot about costing similar mechanics like Convoke and um, like the artifacts Convoke that we saw later in Kaladesh. Like I I really think. The cons of Tarkir block is one of the most influential in terms of magic design that we've had in a long time. Like you just said, the, the ferocious thing.
0: In the same way that the Guilds of Ravnica influenced the way we talk about cards and decks, the cons, uh, the, the clans of Tarkir, um, also gave us the wedge names that we have uh, completely absorbed and used in our magic vocabulary.
1: Unless you're like a super stuck-up legacy player, it's Shardless Bug yeah
0: that's not that's not um uh if if you play legacy your opinion is discarded uh, exactly 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 uh but yeah yeah just uh, super influential um it means a lot to the history of magic and uh i think when we go when we go back there uh and the cons uh you know the cons of the clans come back um i think a lot of the magic community will be very happy to see that myself included
1: yeah so, the unfucking up the timeline, I think, is the biggest concern with going back to Cons of here. But you have a plane that also is very different from what it, norm- from what it um, sort of came into the Magic Pantheon as. Do you want to tell us uh, how and why you want to return to that plane?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, the plane that I most want to go back to is New Phyrexia. I do think that this is a matter of if, not when. Um, Phyrexia, you know... Um, Historical baddie of magic um, has had its time in the sun. Um, you know, went away for a while, kind of, uh, a lot like uh, Nicol Bolas recently, in war of the spark, um, kind of incubated for a little bit, um, and then we got the we got the new Phyrexia when um, you know a little drop of Phyrexian oil corrupted uh, the world of Mirrodin. Uh, so we've had one, not even a full set, like a small set, uh, one set of Phyrexia. Uh, to see what the world looks like when it's, when it was completely completed, as they say. And uh, that was, what, 2012? That's almost that's eight years ago, and we've heard nothing of it from since, I, except for, I think, a um, promo art for Phyrexian Arena that had Cough on it.
1: Um, uh, yeah, and we've seen a card here or there in Commander decks, which, I mean, is better than we can say for Lorewind or Kamigawa. But, yeah, very, very few and far between. Like, we've seen a Traxa.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, Traxo so is probably the the better example there. Um, and so Phyrexia is set up to be one of the big bads of the Magic universe, like Nicobolus or the Eldrazi. Um, Phyrexia very um, historical, important to Magic's history. So we'll go back to New Phyrexia. It's just it's taking a while, and and I don't know why. And Phyrexia has a lot of fans, uh, and it's connected to a uh, to a deck. Uh, that gets uh, that sees play in internal formats um, infect has always been a staple of modern as long as it's existed and um shortly after uh, infect became a uh, powerful legacy deck that is on the fringes but is still there so you know the people who who play these decks and, and have these deep connections with these infect decks also by you know um, by association have a, a deep connection with Phyrexia
1: Sure. Yeah, I think, I think Infect players, which have a, a huge sort of connection with not only New Phyrexia for their Infect creatures and, and Zendikar for their pump spells, um, I, I would really love to go back to New Phyrexia, and I don't even particularly care for Infect. I just think it was a really cool, flavorful world. I don't think we'll go back until people are done suffering from Karn burnout, because the last two Karns they've printed into Standard have been pretty powerful and um, they're going to want to give us a Karn in New Phyrexia. It's not as bad as Teferi Burnout, but another powerful Karn that can go in like, any mid-range deck is going to feel really bad.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, I don't think that Infect will be uh, printed again uh, if we go back to New Phyrexia in a standard set. Um, It's just, it's, it's powerful. It's, it's a little too easy to break. They could possibly do it, but I think it's more likely that uh, if we go back to New Phyrexia, they'll come up with maybe something that's like Infect, but, um, you know isn't infected exactly we probably won't get poison counters uh except for maybe like one or two you know cards that might do it in like a real weird way um i yeah. do think that new Phyrexia will be the return of uh minus one minus one counters to a um to a block of magic um i don't think we've had a set that focused on minus one minus one counters since like what cat, right?
1: Yeah, Amonkhet and of Devastation. I wish that they wouldn't make plus one plus one counters and minus one minus one counters mutually exclusive in a standard in standard sets. Like it's it's not that hard to just track them um, in a game of limited, and I think it would be so robust to be able to include both of them in, in a in a set. So I, I, I wish we could have like New Phyrexia that has both kinds of counters and Proliferate.
0: Um, and also, looking forward to seeing Koth again. It's been eight years. You know, he is you know a solid red uh, uh, planeswalker that's not Chandra um, or Tybalt, I guess, if you're counting him. Or Sarkon. Sarkon. Well, Sarkons had like five colors already, so he's. I don't. I don't think he counts.
1: Or Jaya. I still want a good Jaya.
0: Yeah, your Jaya. That that's good. Uh, well, I mean, Jaya is just like old Chandra, right? yeah am i am i going to get crucified for saying that
1: um it's unfortunately true
0: <laughs> look uh koth is very popular um his card sees play in internal formats and those uh you know like spread red and like big red uh type decks uh koth has his fans uh you know lots of people want to see him return i'd like to see a new card from him uh so that's one uh a good thing we can look forward to uh with new phyrexia but i do have a um, a thought as to why it's taken so long for us uh, to get back to New Phyrexia. Um, Magic has had in its history, a number of artifact focused sets. Uh, and these are usually ter- um, associated with a very powerful, uh, powerful standard format. They always break standard. They always break standard. Anytime we go to a, um, you know, Urza block or a Mirrodin block or uh, you know, one, one of those that are, that are focused on artifacts, uh, the, the power level standard goes up and there are usually problems. So I think that they're trying to keep some distance between their sets that focus on artifacts. And the last one of those that we've had was Kaladesh, which would have been late 2015, early 2016, I believe.
1: Yeah, that sounds right
0: so i I think that they're just waiting waiting to get a little bit more distance from Kaladesh before they bring back a set that really focuses on the artifacts and I think it'll be a good balance uh a Kaladesh very bright I mean a dystopian uh place for sure but the uh the vibe of the place was very bright and vibrant and and, and happy in the way blue skies uh wispy clouds and all that stuff and they mm-hmm. can, they can uh, juxtaposition that against the just complete black of new
1: i would agree um my biggest worry is that they'll see new as a good place to include energy um like we had on kaladesh and that was one of my least favorite mechanics because it was so parasitic and I, i don't want them to be like oh proliferate and minus one minus one counters let's throw energy in there and then just kind of like make it not fun for me so okay. that's my biggest worry with New Phyrexia, but I would welcome another New Phyrexia block with, with open arms.
0: Yeah, so New Phyrexia, you know, hope we, hope we go back there sooner rather than later. Where else would you like to go, Frederick?
1: I think I would love to go back to Alara. Um, now, personally, I never got to play any, like, limited or standard when Alara was out. I was still, like, a cafeteria casual magic player back then. Um, if that even, I might have actually started playing after Alara. Yeah, because I started playing in Scars of Mirrodin. So yeah, never mind. I I wasn't actually even playing for Alara. But it's always like a a lot of my favorite cards have come out of there. Noble Hierarch, a Johnny Vengeant. There, there's a a cache of like beloved commanders in that set. Commander players would love it uh, if we get stuff like Sen Triplets or the Naya Elf Lady that gets big creatures. You know that. You know the one cascade is a mechanic that is divisive but that i really love i love blood elf it's one of my favorite cards so if we could get cascade back and some cards that play with that in a fun way and if we could just get the wedges of alara back i think that would be really or the shards of alara back um that would be really fun like we've seen that people like limited formats with a little bit of a three color emphasis ecoria was pretty popular cons of Tarkir is really popular I I would love to come back to Alara, or if we're not going to come back to Alara, at least get a set with um, a sort of slight Shard theme. Maybe give us the Shard Triomes uh, cycling lands like that would be really cool.
0: Alara would be great, and I know a lot of players who were playing back then would love to go back to that world. Uh, they they kind of did the same thing they did with Tarkir, which makes it hard to go back to Tarkir. They created a really cool separated world with the shards having names and their own, you know, style and culture and you know, um, uh, vibe, uh, so to speak. And then in the small sets, they just broke all that and then ruined the world and made it a five-color world, um, you know, uh, in the in the like <laughs> most uh, extreme sense um and it's unfortunate because what people want i don't think people want to go back to lara reborn uh maybe maybe a few do but like what people want to go back to is the original set before bolus ruined you know uh, the shards being separate and put them all together because that's what people want um they, they want the shards and and if we go back to Alara. um that's why I would hope they would do the same thing that we suggested with Tarkir and the same thing that they are saying that they're doing with the new upcoming Zendikar block is that they mm-hmm. fixed all of the crazy story stuff they did and then went back to the original world that captured everyone's imagination the first time.
1: Yeah. I would really, I would really not mind another, um, conflux alara reborn style set as long as they also go back to original Alara. i thought the idea of a set where every card was gold was really interesting and that that limited format was really cool Uh, a lot of cards with like basic land cycling to help your deck be more consistent like i just thought that was really neat um but i wouldn't i would feel cheated if um we just got that and didn't get any like regular alara stuff so i agree with you there
0: I think, and also another unfortunate thing is in the supplementary products that we've gotten since the printing of Alara, um, they have really leaned into the idea of Alara being a five-color cascade world, Um, you know, like Maelstrom Wanderer. Yeah,
1: there's
0: there's a few others. Um, So that sets a bit of a precedent. Um, I think that cascade is a is a mistake, and you know the game would be better without that car without that mechanic existing. Uh, if mm. we go back to Alara, I would not want to see any cascade because I just don't think cascade should exist in Magic.
1: Okay, that's one of the things that I am excited about for Alara.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. I, I think that's. I think. I think that's fine. I think that speaks to uh, your spikiness uh, and, and me not really caring for that kind of gameplay. It's. It's another. Um, Uh, iteration of the idea of just free spells and uh, magic really needs to cut that out it's it's getting tiring um but yeah they they've set the precedent that if we go back to alara we will see cascade
1: well cascade is also like it's free spells but there's a cap on what cost they'll have like yeah in modern you're gonna be casting fucking ancestral visions because you can cheat in modern but like and in, in standard, I think, like, you can, co- you can cost it, right? You can have a 7-mana 5-5 five, five with Cascade, and that's not broken. I would say the card Once
0: Upon a Time has proven that even small free spells
1: are too much. Right, 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 but Once Upon a Time is an actual free spell. Whatever you're getting off of Bloodbraid Elf, you still paid 4 mana for that in a 3-2, and it has to be a 3-drop or less, and you don't get to pick it
0: yeah but you still get a free spell and and you know like I, I i get what you're saying but like the the fact of the matter is you're paying four mana for a three two haste and then getting a free spell on top of that yeah it's random but like it being free is so powerful it doesn't matter if it's random you know it's still breaking the game the way that the game shouldn't be broken
1: okay i think i think we're going to disagree on this yeah. um but yeah, let's, let's, let's go ahead and move on. What, um, what plane do you really want to go back to that you don't think will happen? Our, our, okay, yeah, all,
0: all the rest of the ones I have are just not, uh, I, I don't think are feasible. I would like to go back to Rabia. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, Rabia is the copyrightable name that they gave to the place where the set Arabian Nights happened.
1: Not to be confused with Robbie, my mom's girlfriend who took away my bionicles. Ooh, yeah, no, no
0: good. Mm, hate, hate to hear it um yeah i would like to go back to this um because there's it, it's it's so infused with real world um ideas um you know we quoted lots of real world um literature uh and had a lot of um stuff just like straight ripped from uh you know like a, a arabian uh and uh islamic uh, mythology um you know lots of like real... or not real people, well, a few real people and then a few, like, uh, you know, um, uh, mythological historical figures, uh, you know, actually named in cards and doing what they did uh, in the stories in the real world. Um, I don't think this will (laughs) happen, basically based on the copyrightable thing. Uh, All this stuff needs to be copyrightable for Magic to uh, be able to uh, incorporate it uh, and, and, uh, uh, and build on it. Um, and not, not to mention Amonkhet, if we wanted to go back to a desert world, uh, you know, Amonkhet really fills that niche. Like I said before, um, you know, instead of going back to planes, magic has a habit of just making that plane again, but better.
1: Yeah, the, the problem with that being that if you were attached to any individual like legendary creature from that world or their story, you're kind of shit out of luck forever getting them in a standard set again
0: yeah there's also there's also um you know things about um you know
1: some cards that featured insensitive caricatures
0: you're you're absolutely right there are some things uh from that world that uh, magic would not want to bring back or reference or remind the players exist uh so uh, that that causes a problem there um so but if they could do it uh they could you know uh, make the like stuff like gins and the uh, ifrids uh, make them a bit more copyrightable and kind of um uh, do something in that world maybe like a catastrophic event uh could happen some sort of story thing where things could like change uh, and then they could uh, you know give stuff new names and like update the world and uh, add a little bit of extra flavor to it um I mm-hmm. think that would be really cool I'd, I'd love to see that you know Arabian nights too uh, like I think a lot of people would love to see that
1: yeah I think updating the gameplay of some of that too like maybe like I think it'd be really neat to see some more desert synergy um and I also think it'd be really neat you know there there were in that block and around that block there were a lot of those e creatures those creatures that were like fairly costed for today but they'll but like pretty strong for back then and dealt one damage to you on your upkeep how powerful is a creature that deals one damage to you on your upkeep in 2020 you know or how might they play off of that mechanic
0: yeah I- exactly um so um, i look forward to not getting this and just getting almond cat too which i guess will be fine as well
1: yeah which i mean that was going to be my next
0: one <laughs> exactly we'll, we'll go we'll go ahead uh with, with, where would you like to go next
1: Uh, Amonkhet again, but without Bolas looming over. I feel like Magic's attempts at overarching story, be that Bolas, be that the Eldrazi, just kind of ruin their really interesting, unique worlds. We only got, like, half of a set of actual Innistrad last time we went back to Innistrad because Emrakul was Emrakuling the place up. Um, We're only just now sort of recovering from the mistakes that they did with the design from the second Zendikar block, and we're getting an actual Zendikar that's not Eldrazi'd up. And Bolus really ruined Amenket. Now I understand, like Amonkhet the plane was kind of designed to be sort of Bolus's playpen or whatever. But I found the first set of Amenket much more engaging and interesting than the weird, like Grixis-centric hour of devastation. I just thought the mechanics were really cool. I loved Embalm. I loved all the legendary creatures, the gods—really were neat take on gods—and I, I would love to just go back to Amenket without Bolus's influence what do you think that would that would look like or would you look forward to that
0: yeah see they did the exact same thing they created a world that people liked and would like to see again and then they completely destroyed it (laughs) you you know like what would aminket look like if we went back after bolus um, you know, they're, they're getting rid of a lot of the, of the things that people liked about that set, the the gods, like uh, um, Hazorite, even though the, the jury's still out about what's going on with Hazarite, but a lot of those gods are just dead now or, you know, undead in another plane. Um, if we go back, it's going to look a lot different uh, than uh, we remember it or how we would want it to be. But that does open up uh, opportunities to uh, expand on the story. Um, there are if I remember correctly, Cat mostly took place in like one area, maybe like a city uh, or something like that, and then yeah,
1: under the sort of um, force field.
0: Yeah, and there were like desert wastes on the outside and like people went out there and would never come back. Um, you know, there's a lot, I'm sure there's a lot more to the Amonkhet world that we could see now that Bolus is gone, the force field uh, would be gone and maybe we can see what else is going on in there. Maybe new gods would be uh, created. We could see homages to the old gods um, here and there. Um, yeah, yeah, um, I, I would... Love to go back, but it will be very different, and maybe that's a good
1: thing. Yeah, I agree. I think it could be cool. Maybe some of the legendary creatures from original Omnicat that people liked could ascend to Godhood, either literally or figuratively. I do like the idea of going to the Waste area. Maybe them trying to to form cities in the Waste could be an interesting um, way to go. Maybe this could be the place where we get our... um, Where we get our... Uh, shards back, like there could be a Bolus loyalist faction that's Grixis, and then like the other the other shards could have their own representation in the sort of waste encampments. Um, I think that could be there could be like a man Oasis sort of sort of locale. I, I think that could be a really interesting way play, place to carry it. I think Ammonkhet still has a lot of um, interesting possibilities, uh, and and if we ever get to go back to it, not just as the sort of Bolus's canvas, I think it would be a really cool an interesting place with a lot of design space.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it would be interesting seeing all the bolus iconography, like in ruins. Uh, a lot. Like yeah. Those, a lot like the hedrons on Zedekar. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, I would say not one I'm like super clamoring to go back to, but if it gets announced, I'd be like, Oh, that's cool. I, I can't wait to see what they, what they did with that. And hopefully uh, it's not the uh, aggro fest that the original cat was uh, in limited.
1: Yeah. I would like, a, I, I like graveyard sets too um so that's just another big thing for me i think embalm was a mechanic that was done really well uh same with eternalize they really did a good job playing on the power and toughness difference of the creature after it was eternalized so i would just love to see some of that
0: that's a great point uh Amonkhet was uh, a graveyard set and i think probably the last set that was really focused on the graveyard so, um, you know, if we didn't want to go back to uh, uh, straw just yet uh, and we needed like a graveyard set, Amonkhet's, uh right there, right for the taking.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Amenket's a good idea. You have one more that you would like to um, go over, though. Right. And this one is interesting to me. So you have you have another plane that you would like to return to. Why don't you tell us about that?
0: yes uh this is another one this will not happen in any way whatsoever so don't worry about it Uh, but if it did happen i would be pretty happy uh and you know uh, i'm joining the um undeniable chorus of voices on the internet saying that they want to go back to kamigawa that's right folks the japanese inspired plane of kamigawa uh you know it you love it i would love to go back uh, to kamigawa uh, it's such a nostalgia hit for me uh, because that's a, a, right around the time I really got uh, into magic uh, when I was in high school. Um, but there's a lot of problems. It's, it's kind of a problematic return uh, for the first part. Um, the events happened really far in the past uh, compared to um, the rest of the magic story. I believe it happens. Uh, I don't, I don't know the, the timeline, but it's supposed to be like thousands of years before like the, like, uh, uh events of dominaria before the mending uh so um the main character of the kamigawa story um gets his like long descendant is the one that destroy that uh, defeats bolus the first time early in magic's history
1: yeah so it's like very very past
0: Right, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and there were no Neo-Walkers. Um, so, of course, we would have to um, have, if if we went back there, we would have to have new Walkers, but that doesn't make any sense uh, because it's so far in the past, unless there was, like, time travel and, like, magic. We probably don't want to do that again, uh, you know, at least for a long time after um, uh, Fate Reforged. Um, so, you know, there's that. There's also the the uh idea of you know complicated naming at least for the west um you know a lot of cards uh used a lot of like uh real japanese words um that you know kind of um let's just say were difficult for the western world to like grasp and and wrap their heads around uh you know um and and some of that kind of is problematic too because then you get into like cultural appropriation you know this game is made by you know um white uh, you know, Westerners in Seattle making this game. Uh, uh-huh. you know, so, you know, there's like the cultural appropriation part of that too. Um, so kind of a problematic return, but there is a, a slight glimmer of hope here. Uh, and I believe this was about... A year ago, um, we actually got a leak of um, something that Wizards was thinking about through, like a uh, like a uh, survey feedback questionnaire. Apparently, they have thought about the idea of a neo Kamigawa, and that seems to be exactly what you think it would mean. So this is Kamigawa, but in a far, far future that is very tech and you know, uh almost sci fi, um, in a way. It's almost like a, you know, like a futuristic Tokyo, uh, you know, um, with um like technology and um a lot of that kind of like a cyberpunk uh type uh styling, which really opens up a lot of interesting uh things. I think that would be super cool. Uh Frederick, would you wanna see those kind of futuristic cyberpunk sci-fi um stylings in magic cards?
1: I absolutely would not. Um, I like cyberpunk as an aesthetic. I don't think it fits with the gameplay of magic or the philosophy of the color pie. I also don't think that's Kamigawa and another like huge thing. I, I You've been talking kind of throughout this episode, a theme has been like that wizards likes to remake planes in different names and like just kind of redo the flavor of them. Like they did, they erased Lorwyn because they made Eldraine. They um, aren't going to come back to Revaya because they made, almond cat and i think that they, this is like literally like a textbook example of a plane that they would kind of erase just to revisit that sort of flavor they they there's a lot of weebs in magic it's a when, not an if that they'll make a japanese themed plane i just don't think it'll be a return to kamigawa i think it'll be a new one yeah
0: that that's good that's good um it would be really tricky um you know magic uh, other than like portal second age there are no guns in magic uh, you know, there's uh really very everything super low like fantasy tech. Um, if they brought you know did this a uh, neo kamigawa and brought in like a cyberpunk uh aesthetic, it really would be out of place for most uh of of the game. It would be really tricky. It could be a huge hit, like uh you know like a um. A, ravnica ended up being a huge hit but it could also be just a huge fail and make people think oh you know this isn't magic this isn't you know the game we wanted to play we don't want to you know see this like you know a uh, super smart hacker on a uh, card that deals three damage to any target you know um yeah but if they tried it it would be really cool and, and we talk a lot about how magic should take risks you know um that uh, magic would be a really bad game if we just kept reprinting the same cards over and over again and never tried to push the envelope, uh, so to speak, and, uh, and create these cards that, you know, like really um, uh, push the boundaries of what magic can do. And this set, you know, could do that on the set level. Um, so uh, this, this isn't going to happen, but if it did, I think it would be really cool.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I like Cyberpunk fine, but like the Godzilla cards ruined my immersion in Akoria. And I feel like Cyberpunk cards would ruin my immersion the entire time that they're legal in the formats that I'm playing. Like it's just not the aesthetic of the game that I signed up to play. If I wanted to play Cyberpunk, I would play Keyforge, I would play Netrunner, I would play one of the TCGs that offers a Cyberpunk aesthetic.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's a good point. So I will keep this as something that'll hold dear in my heart, uh, but
1: will not give my hopes on. I would be happy for you if it happened, but I would <laughs> I would not care for it. Uh
0: Oh, thanks, I would
1: love a Japanese plane. Uh, Kamigawa or otherwise. I'm not going to hold out for us to go back to Kamigawa, but I'd love another Japanese plane. I think it'd be cool. I'm um, not a weeaboo, but I, <laughs> well, I enjoy... If you have to say it. Uh... Right. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'd like the return of the Bushido mechanic. I like spirit spells and arcane spells. Apparently people kind of didn't like those, though. I liked that in Modern Horizons we got just splice spells. Um like not splice onto arcane, but just splice. Mm -hmm. So I think if we could get more of those, that would be cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Frederick, did you have, uh, did you have another place that you really want to go to?
1: Um, Yeah, this one will be pretty short. Um, I'm really excited that we are going back to Zendikar without Eldrazi.
0: Yeah. Lots of people are.
1: Yeah. uh, I I know I'm not in the minority. The Indiana Jones sort of D and D style, like adventure setting. Like Don't get me wrong, Eldrazi are cool and all, but when we go back to Zendikar, I want it to be Zendikar, and when we go back to Innistrad, I want it to be Innistrad. I, I don't want it to just be the Eldrazi plane with a vague aesthetic of the plane that it used to be. Yeah, for sure,
0: for sure. Eldrazi are really cool. I don't think anybody can uh, uh, deny that. But it's it, Balfour's Indicar was just such a mess in terms of you know like flavor and story. It Really ruined two awesome things uh, and, and mixed them into something that was not good. It's like a blending like a Dr Pepper and a hot dog together in the blender. Uh, oh. You don't don't want to do that.
1: I I feel like I could see that in a Sonic commercial a year from now. right right Um, but yeah no that's uh I, I I feel the same way like I think they just they muddied Eldrazi's identity and they muddied Zendikar's identity and neither of them came out good which I mean that was a risk they took but I don't think it panned out um which means you should never take risks
0: Now, do you think that the upcomings in the car will have absolutely nothing Eldrazi in it whatsoever?
1: Oh, no. I would love for there to be a few mentions of it. Maybe one, like, remaining Eldrazi creature that's, like, really big that's at Mythic.
0: that's, That's what I was thinking. I think a lot of people are saying there's just, like there'll be story references to it and, and all that, obviously. Um, but like people are saying, there are not going to be like absolutely no Eldrazi. And I really think there's probably going to be like one, uh, you know, or, or something like that, maybe caged or or in some way. I think we'll get one big colorless creature uh, in, um, you know, that's not like an artifact. Uh, yeah. In, in Uh But yeah, yeah. Looking forward to seeing Zendikar uh, back to its old glory.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I think it'll be really cool. We'll see some landfall, maybe rebound, kicker. There are a lot of cool, a lot of cool mechanics and originals in the car and a lot of cool flavor. So I'm excited to just see some of that come back.
0: Yeah, and, and honestly, we'll, um, we'll get some new mechanics that I'm sure will play really well with landfall, which is an uh, exciting prospect in of itself. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, looking forward to there being uh, super powerful old cards put in the packs. Maybe, yeah, that
1: would be awesome. No, they're not doing that.
0: They're not doing that. But I, I can but...
1: dream. Um, and also hot take. The only good equipment in standard right now, like by a wide margin, is Embercleave. Do you think we'll get Stoneforge Mystic?
0: No. Uh, what, if yes? <laughs> what if yes? What if yes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I know we have this conversation every time we go to a plan. I remember this with the um the uh, return. You know, when people were uh, gearing up for battle for Zendikar and then Scars of then and all that stuff is you know the community will sit down and they'll think, okay, what which powerful cards from the first set do we want you know to be reprinted? I remember a lot of people saying, oh, I know for sure we're getting Lotus Cobra and Bow for Zendikar and and that kind of stuff. Um, and, and those usually don't tend to be the case i think scars of Mirrodin. i remember a lot of conversations about scars of Mirrodin, like oh which awesome like uh, uh artifacts are they going to be uh, be bringing back and they really only brought back mindslaver and the uh colored mirror uh you know uh, uh, you know mana producers um so mm-hmm. i i i i'm going to valve i'm going into zendikar rising uh without any expectations to see anything powerful from the past i just, I just don't think we will
1: yeah, I think that's a healthy expli- uh, expectation to go into it with. Like, I went into, I went into Return to Return to Ravnica expecting no Shocklands, and I was pleasantly surprised, but I was expecting Birds of Paradise and Dark Confidant, so I was also sad.
0: One thing that we might get, the return of Expeditions.
1: I had mixed feelings about those. Um it made it feel like your box was either gonna be worth thirty dollars or two hundred dollars and there was no in between because none of the other cards were valuable for a while. But I I they were cool and fun when you got to open them. Yeah. I like I liked Expeditions alright.
0: Unlikely, but the possibility is there it would be really cool. We know that, you know, um Zendikar, yeah, both car so far have had something kind of unique about them when they've got you know got released uh the original had x or um uh yeah i guess they called it did they call them expeditions or uh, massive- no
1: it was um it was like the vault or something like old ancient treasures or something hidden treasures or
0: something like that, uh and then Balfour's in the car had the expeditions um so uh you know, I would be surprised if something unique is happening with us in the car rising to really get um uh the excitement flowing, so looking forward to seeing what that might be SMI, i yeah absolutely, absolutely, well, I think we've got a pretty good list uh you know uh, of stuff here um you know, um I'm sure there are a lot of places magic could go that, if done correctly, would be exciting and fun right
1: i'm always in favor of new planes and there's plenty of aesthetics we haven't really hashed out yet we already ruined the possibility of a good uh, uh, like Mesoamerican, like aztec sort of aesthetic because ixalan was so weird and couldn't find its identity correctly but i mean we still haven't had a norse plane yeah we still haven't had a norse plane um not a lot of traditional african mythology that could be cool there's there's still a lot of a lot of untapped um possibilities so i I'm, I'm always excited for a new plane but in terms of planes i'd like to return to yeah i think we've got a good list here to be hopeful for i think one of our lists is a little more realistic um, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. yeah but i would not be sad if we return to any of your suggestions
0: i think that that's another good topic for the future is what uh plane ideas uh for for brand new planes would we like to see like uh you know like a, uh like a norse or uh you know maybe like a redo of mesopotamia uh, uh mesoamerican uh we could we could definitely uh you know talk, talk about uh what we would like to see in new magic uh set so uh, uh we'll, a candy we'll playing. Playing. candyland candyland planned, yeah, yeah okay <laughs> all right i think that's a good place to, to end it thanks so much for listening to Gutshot, home of the absolute spiciest mtg hot takes I'm Will at Aggressive Rhetoric.
1: And I'm Fred at War Crimes UwU. Ooh, ooh. Now, we returned to New Phyrexia, but they just gave us a new Chandra instead of a cop. No. So uh, that's all the time that we have for this week. Join us again next week for some more Gut Shot.